Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the All Eyes Are On You podcast. This is the Big Brother podcast where we take a look at all the news from inside the house and try to give you some of that context to figure it all out. In this episode, we will be re-watching and discussing Season 18, Episodes 12 through 14. It is Day 30 through 37 in the house. And uh, if you've not watched the show up until this point, uh, we are going to be spoiling it. So just a fair warning, I'd like to give everyone a, a heads up on spoilers, you know, just in case. Absolutely, because here we go into the recap. Polly won HOH, nominated Tiffany and Natalie. Tiffany won the Roadkill competition and nominated Corey as the Roadkill nominee. Davon and Paul, along with the HOH and the three nominees, played in the veto competition and Corey won and, of course, took himself off the block. Tiffany, as the Roadkill winner, secretly nominated secretly. Davon <laughs> as the replacement. Tiffany was evicted by a vote of 8-0-0. to, zero to zero. And by the end of the week, Julie informed the house that the Roadkill twist was officially over. Which, of course, means that there's no more Roadkill player. There's no more third nominee, nor is the team twist part of the game going forward at this point. Yep. Every man and woman for themselves now. Absolutely. Also, by the way, that uh, um, unanimous vote for to evict Tiffany. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, because I mean, wasn't Frank voting? Uh, was he? Yeah, yeah he, he was. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oof. Even he voted. <laughs> okay, but let's move on. Uh, so, you know, we could really break this week down into a few, quite a few different stories. However, I feel like the main focus is this fallout between Tiffany and Davon. So let's take this apart and like maybe focus on Tiffany first because Davon because becomes kind of a big factor in the results later in the week because of because of the whole fight and conflict with Tiffany, which really builds into a crescendo by eviction night. So Willie, tell us how did this all start? Well, where we last left off on the podcast, uh, Tiffany was on the block with Bronte and Paul. And of course, you know, Bridget was HOH at this point. And uh, we saw that Frank tried to make an alliance with Nicole, Corey, Frank and Bridget. And uh, that alliance was very quickly dumped, though, when Frank started revealing way too much information to Michelle. And mm -hmm. of course, Michelle uh, got back, uh, went back to Davon and told uh her that frank was chatting a bunch of um crap about her and that nicole was supposedly in on it so you know so the alliance was quick was pretty much done and over with once nicole decided nope i'm not working with frank anymore and um tiffany was the original target however uh the house in order to get back at frank they were uh deciding to flip the vote and evict bronte instead and but Polly was not originally on board with this plan to send Tiffany home. Um, and his argument kind of was the fact that she's an emotional player that can spiral out of control and that Bronte really won't win any comps. But Tiffany can. Yeah, I I agree. Like, I, I don't really see a big calculus exam as a veto comp or HOH comp coming up anytime soon. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I, I see that as definitely a good point from Polly. So good on yep. him for. Uh, mm -hmm. And and the reason I bring this up, though, is because um, Polly called Tiffany a light, long time threat. And it seemed to me that Polly had the right mindset based on what we saw this week, because uh sounds to me like voting out Bronte uh, was kind of a mistake um, because mm. uh, everyone was starting to regret it this week. Right, because I guess with at least with Bronte, you knew where she was coming from with Tiffany. It seems like she's kind of all over the map, right? Yeah. Well, you know, it really kind of all kicks off this week after the HOH comp and Frank and Bridget were kind of blindsided by Bronte's eviction, right? Am I right? Yeah, well, I mean, of course... <laughs> Bridget was like, I did not see this coming. It's like, what do you expect? Bronte is up on the block. You didn't save her. Like, right. You know she what had I mean? the veto. She could have saved her best friend. When your best friend is on the block and it's particularly this early on, use it. Save yeah. Them. So, like, yeah, when Bridget was like, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so blindsided that Bronte got evicted, I'm like, 
really though i mean i know that um i know that it was still kind of a shock because the house sort of flipped but still it's like you right sh- you should have just you should have done something about that <laughs> right and frank tells tiffany that davon told him that she tiffany was coming after him and that uh that that davon had told frank that tiffany said she that was so hard there were so many of them um but yeah okay so if you got that that frank is basically saying that um davon told her told him that tiffany was trying to start an all-girls alliance oh no how dare she yeah i i I can't believe that she would do that nerve of her to think about starting an uh, okay yeah i mean (laughs) <laughs> seriously like come on can we get past this guys or or everyone in the future yeah, i'm like, getting uh, i'm getting flashbacks i'm getting flashbacks to season 16 right now <laughs> yeah it's like it's like we could create a bingo game out of big brother and starts in a tries to start an all-girls alliance x <laughs> just have it throughout the entire season <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> or bingo. someone says I just want a letter from home, you know, right. Um, But anyway, so Tiffany knows this information is true because it is true. And she knows that she said that to Davon. So she knows that what Frank is telling her is true. Um, So how else would he have known? And this is really just going all downhill from here. The paranoia, the distrust between particularly Tiffany and Davon. Yeah, and and Frank and Davon were going at it, by the way, too. Like, um, and that's the thing. Like, Davon was, you know, trying to refute what Tiffany said, and Frank was like, right. um, Frank was saying, like, you, you're, you're just lying to me now. Which, on, which to be honest, like, he's true. Like, uh, that's true. You know, Davon was lying to him, so he got that mm-hmm. right. And right. Uh, and you know, and and later on, Davon tried to do some damage control with. Uh, with frank afterwards because that was the thing that uh she realized um while having this argument was that it was kind of similar to uh you know what what happened to her in season 17 like she had a big blow up with someone and that's what got her sent home and Mm. um and you know she's trying to not repeat that mistake again and she tries to do damage control with frank but frank's not really buying it (laughs) But uh, maybe for good reasons. I don't know. But um, but uh, Tiffany notices that everyone starts clearing out of rooms when she walks into them. And and I got (laughs) to be honest, though, it's like as like a game aside, it's like whenever that does happen to you, it's like I could feel for like that, that that really sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when no one like wants to talk to you and everything like that does really you know that that does hurt a lot for sure absolutely yeah and uh but but honestly though at the same time you know like they they just kind of like got up and left like cory uh it was so awkward yeah cory could have could have cory could have been like oh i gotta go to the bathroom uh i'll be right back yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean or, like you know what hey cory nicole could have been like hey nicory i'll help you in the bathroom yeah you know? <laughs> she, i don't know something yeah. they could have like come they up with something yeah exactly <laughs> they could have just come, they could have come up with something better than you know just walking yeah. out of the room because like that's that's super sus to just walk out of the room without saying anything right yeah but um and it got and it gets to a point where um where tiffany really starts to lose it and she pulls natalie into the have not room and and she's, you know, saying how she has no one she can trust, like absolutely no one. And, you know, Natalie, to her credit, is trying to assure that she's got her and, you know, is, you know, but I don't know how far that really goes, honestly, because I've never seen Tiffany and Natalie talk that much. That's the first time I've ever seen them talking I, to each other. I know. I know. I, I did think that was kind of odd myself. I thought, is, was there something, a stronger connection there or something? Yeah, well, I don't know. But poor Tiffany, if she felt that bad and she was just needing to talk to someone. Yeah. Well, Tiffany also then pulls Frank aside Um, and then she starts talking to him again about Davon and decides that she's going to, you know, kind of 
she's working with him in some way or she she says i know i'm making a deal with the devil and <laughs> meaning uh that frank is the devil and frank's like tiffany i'm not the devil do you know what i'm saying <laughs> do you know what i'm saying yeah. anyway so <laughs> um anyway so, so she tells them that they, they they really all wanted him out and at this point like that he cannot trust his dominions or whatever he can't trust uh nicole or Corey. and um at that point right at that point davon walks into the room into the conversation yeah. and just turns around goes right back out she goes upstairs and tells the hoh room and davon and um nicole both then try to pull tiffany aside um you know basically davon kind of orders her into the safari room in 10 minutes yeah <laughs> and, and then nicole's like or do you want to talk and Tiffany kind of freaks out and she's like, no, no, Nicole, why would I want to talk? What do you want to talk about? Like we get into this whole, what do you yeah. want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? What yeah. do you want to that was so weird to me, too, because it's like, you know, Nicole, I'm sure, <laughs> is like legitimately also trying to make sure that, you know, she feels OK and everything. She's OK. Yeah. yeah. And Tiffany just snaps at her like that, you know, like, yeah, you know, and yeah. And it's like, you know, clearly she didn't appreciate that because he just she just left the room after that. And, uh, you know, like that that was just kind of like real like, I don't know, that was that was just really snooty coming from her, honestly. Like, I don't that was just so like, why? Like, <laughs> no, I, I agree. And, you know, and honestly, I, I looked at this as Tiffany's really just messed up at this point. I mean, she could have very easily played off that whole conversation with Frank in some way. You know, and come up, come back to Davon or Nicole and just said, yeah, well, you know, I was just asking him, you know, why he's coming after me. And we we were just hashing it out. <clears throat> but, you know, she she didn't. And, and, and the way she got so defensive about it made mm -hmm. it like a little more obvious that like it, there was something weird going or there was some kind of conversation that she didn't want them in on so i i feel like tiffany tiffany really did not get it like her gameplay here was not on point it really um, wasn't yeah and uh and yet after tiffany uh you know has that little uh meltdown i guess you could call it i don't know what a better term other than that is but uh but uh, after she leaves the have not room, Davon um, uh, and Tiffany uh, go into the safari room and sort of hash things out. And it seems like they're close to approaching some kind of understanding with each other. And then someone else decides to jump into the mix. <laughs> Zakia walks into the room. OK, so Zakia walks in. <clears throat> and right into the safari room and she starts demanding uh, what's up. And they had just got done with it, like a 15 minute session of what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's the issue? What do you tell me? What's the issue? What's the <laughs> issue? What's up? So basically, Zakia walks in saying the same thing and it kind of says, why? And what are you now Frank, friends with Frank and Bridget over there? Like, what's going on? Um, and but, but Davon almost had her turning right at that point. But Tiffany really does kind of melt down here. And she says, you know, you guys don't ever want to talk to me about anything. And now all of a sudden you want to find out what I said to Frank. And um, this is she's really become a mess. She's, self yeah, she's like, I'm a silly, silly girl for believing in women. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, she's got. There, there is something to that, uh, which oh yeah, for I don't sure. Know, we'll we'll save that for another day, because mm -hmm. there's so many opportunities to talk about women hating women in in this game and how it hurts them. But yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I was just right. quoting what she said for the record. No, no, but you're yeah. right, but but that's it's so. Ugh. Uh, which which is what Davon I think Davon even picks up on that and she knows that and she says okay let's do a timeout. <laughs> yeah, she um, does. She I does start to she does start to laugh though when she puts the uh, when the she puts the uh, the bandana around her. It's like yeah, she just oh, she does start to like. I mean, she's really trying to hold it in, but yeah, we were all we yeah. I think we were all kind of laughing with Davon at this point. Yeah, like it was yeah. That, I mean, and I think it was just the way it was presented. It, it yeah. Um, but yeah, but she does encourage her to pull it together. Um, but you know, um, I I don't know about you, but I think if I were in the game. I would try to start abandoning Tiffany at this point, you know, because which is sad because I 
because I think she's just sort of she she seems to be a good person and she carried on only so far and now she's just really starting to lose it yeah well i mean it comes down to a point too because like yeah at, at a certain point day just like says like okay put the game aside for a second like you need to get in the right headspace because you know you're clearly not you know thinking um you're not you're not thinking um as well as you should you know what i mean and that's sort of um and that's sort of a uh, thing that i've experienced before where it's like i've had situations where um where two people are um arguing and then i and then i step in i'm just like okay hold on a second like you're not getting anywhere with your argument like nothing's happening here like you're, you're just you're just yelling at each other so let's stop the conversation because you're you're not being productive at all and i feel right. like that's sort of the a similar situation here where it's like you know davon is trying to you know game aside tell tiffany like hey like you need to get your head into the game um of life even not just the game of big brother but like you need to like pull it together and sort of like get good composure and everything and then we can start talking game you know what i mean because if you're not if you're not thinking clearly like you're just not going to be able to make good decisions in the game yeah but yeah. uh but of course after that uh polly uh, makes his nominations and of course tiffany is in fact one of them and I got to be honest, though, too, it's like Polly was, you know, I thought very civil in his uh, reasoning for uh, for Tiffany and Natalie. I mean, I, that's I thought he, you know, did all right. But uh, but Tiffany uh, proceeds to call Polly a pompous jerk because <laughs> uh, because I can't go after him or whatever. But uh, but Natalie seems pretty cool about going on the block. <laughs> I think she just had to run to the bathroom. Did yeah, you see that? She, yeah, she, she did. Because like, yeah. James is trying to hug her. She's like, it's okay. I just got to go to the bathroom. Because <laughs> they keep them there forever, like waiting, you know, production does while they do the nomination ceremony and they have to sit in those chairs and like wait. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But but am, but <laughs> yeah. am I wrong about um about Polly's uh, Polly speech to Tiffany? Like it seemed pretty fine to me. No, no. Yeah, of course. You know, yes, definitely. I mean, we just came off the season with um, Zach attack and him, you know, telling people, calling people Fruit Loop, calling them Fruit Loop dinguses. That's true. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, and trying, trying to like upset people. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I guess, I guess when um, you compare it to that. No. Yeah. <laughs> true. No, but yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. He just had to pick somebody and Polly is not about to nominate a guy is all I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, and the, and the other thing that I noticed, too, is like before the roadkill reveal, um, Polly tried to uh, to push Tiffany's buttons again and try to make her like upset and everything. And Tiffany just smiles and, and tells Polly that, oh, you're shaking in your little boots. <laughs> right. Yeah. That Yeah. But that really did seem to get at Polly, too. It doesn't take much, you know, um, I, and we'll, we'll see it throughout this season. I know that, like, it doesn't really take much for particularly a female to say something to Polly to get him, like, up really upset. But um, he didn't really lose his cool this time around, but I, I know we'll see it later. But yeah. that's, you know... That's, we'll save that for later. Um, also, okay, so after the nomination ceremony, uh, guess what Tiffany does again? She talks to Frank again. <laughs> she gives him more intel. I mean, come on, Tiffany, really. Like, you know, she's really got to pick a side here. But I think, and I think, I think she's picked the side that she, she's her only side, really. Yeah. Um, she tells Frank that Corey, Nicole, and Polly are not really behind him at all. And this really just only, the only thing it really does is charge Frank up, Frank the tank, to win another roadkill. And so we're all thinking, oh, great. So now Frank's going to win, you know, because he's yeah. winning them all. He's yeah, a exactly. And and it's really, a, it's definitely a, a 180 from last week, because last week, Frank and Tiffany just hated each other. Like, they hated their guts. But now, yeah. um, but now it's completely different, like with Frank and Tiffany working together, like it's it's a complete 180. Well, I mean, and it's a smart move. It's a smart move. 
um, to, to do that because nobody would expect it. Nobody would really think that it's serious. And when, when you've got no one else, you know, find the other person in the house has no one else to, um, because Mm -hmm. Frank only has his bum knee sidekick, uh, cabbage patch kid, cabbage patch kid. Yeah. But, um, anyways, well, Tiffany did win the roadkill. She immediately tells Davon that she's safe and Devon is kind of smartly decides that she's just going to keep her mouth shut. She's not going to say anything. She doesn't have to do anything this yeah, week. Yeah, she's like, I don't exist. I'm, 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 I'm out. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's smart of Devon. If we can just stay that way, Devon. <laughs> uh, but Tiffany also immediately tells Frank and Bridget, and she's kind of talking to them as if you know, like she's proposing. What do we do? And she says that I'm going, I'm thinking of putting up Corey um, as a roadkill. And she's giving Frank way too much information, you know, and then she says, well, then as, as a backup, if Corey comes down, I'll put Nicole up. And Frank very smartly, he, and I, you know, I can tell this is way his, of manipulating, he, mm-hmm. of people, he, he kind of brings it up a, as what are we going to do? And then he says, well, why don't we put Nicole up first? <laughs> you know, and, and oh, fortunately it doesn't for Nicole, it doesn't work on Tiffany, but it, this is definitely something that would work on Bridget for some reason. Yeah. Um, but really what is, you know, I couldn't quite figure out what it is that she has for against Corey, but yeah. I think it's just comes down to that. There's, or there, it's just because there's no alternatives this week. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because because that was the thing, because if it weren't for the team um, twist, I guarantee you that Frank would be on the block right now at 100 percent. And you think you think as the roadkill, even she would have put Frank up or you think he would have. No, I mean that Polly would uh, would have put Frank up. You think Polly would have put Frank up? Yeah, because it definitely sounded huh. like to me, and and especially I, I I almost wonder if it would be Frank and Tiffany up on the block. You know what I'm saying? Because because Polly like because Polly when he won HOH, I I think I at least I noticed that like he was really like almost disappointed to win HOH, and in fact he even said afterwards like I didn't want to win that, and but that was hmm. per, but that was because he's part of category four with bridget and frank and michelle and so with him winning hoh they're no longer an option and so this team twist is really starting to uh you know <clears throat> thankfully it's gone after this week uh, is over but uh but yeah but that um but okay but that kind of just goes along with what you're saying it's like yeah maybe there just wasn't a whole lot of options at this point yep Absolutely. Um, you know, but, but, but regardless, I feel like that Tiffany should have either one tried not to win the row kill or at least kept that information to herself and use that in her own way. But I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if she just wanted everyone in the house to know that she won or what it was. I mean, she was even like telling people like Paul, like nobody believes I won, but I won, you know, I mean, I, I, I feel like she's just, the only the only thing that that does is prove herself to be that Vanessa quote unquote grade target by by actually winning it and telling everyone and especially if she is acting like that you know she's acting like you know I'm playing my own game now it's like well if you hadn't have said anything because because honestly everyone was assuming that Frank just won it again and yeah I feel like she would have been in a way better position if she just literally didn't tell anyone at all and just completely kept right. it to herself. Because then, right, because then Corey would have thought that Frank, because he already did think Frank put him up, you yeah. know. But he would have really believed, you know. I mean, but it eventually got back around, you know. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, I feel like that. She, yeah, she was just in a better position to not say anything at all, especially if yep. she's gonna go because she's still into on that the mindset. Block. Yeah, exactly. and she's still on the block. There are people still going to be voting to Victor, so you don't want to piss anybody off by letting them know that you were the roadkill person that put them up. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and that's true. It's like, yeah, she's proving herself to be a Vanessa grade target by winning it. You know, and it's like Nicole, she's making Nicole cry now too. But speaking of Vanessa, uh, let me ask you, Jackie. Um, <laughs> 
they had interviews um, during the Thursday episode this week with Cody and Vanessa, who are, of course, the siblings of Polly and Tiffany, of course. Right. And um, and she said something that I thought was kind of interesting. Vanessa said that she thinks there is a double standard when it comes to Polly and Tiffany because Polly can play his own game. But uh, Tiffany is kind of compared to Vanessa in terms of how she plays the game, whereas Polly can, you know, Polly doesn't have to be associated with Cody. So w- what are your thoughts on that? Man, my thoughts on this change from minute to minute. I, I, I you know, I, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, you know, on one hand, I feel like maybe it was because, I don't know, Cody was kind of boring, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. aside from flirting with a married woman, <laughs> he, he was, I, I feel like he kind of was carried along with it. I mean, he did a lot of work. He, you know, won some, quite a few comps and things, but I mean, I really feel like he was carried along with this Derek team, you know, uh, towards the end, but I feel like Vanessa in, and I'm not, I'm not that quite familiar I, or as familiar with um, season 17. Yeah, like in this current moment. But from my memory of it, from what I recall, I feel like it was it had a lot to do with Vanessa was kind of like involved with everything going on in the house. And, you know, there were any kind of like arguments or fight. And I mean, she didn't seem like a very, you know, confrontational person, but it was like there was a lot of crying. Just, you know, why did you say this to me? What are you thinking? You know, a lot of that (laughs) going on. And so. You know what? Yeah. I, I, something that just occurred to me, by the way, is the fact that okay. uh, that Polly, um, the 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 only person that Paul uh, that compares uh, Polly to Cody is Polly. <laughs> like he's the only one that's uh, that's comparing himself to Cody, and he wants to do <laughs> like he wants to live up to his brother's legacy. You know what I mean? And so I almost wonder oh, if. Oh, you know what? I just forgot. Are you trying to tell what are is what you're trying to tell me? Are you trying to tell me that Cody is Polly's brother? <laughs> right. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I just now realizing this. I. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. You're absolutely right. It's only ever from Polly that you hear anything about Cody. Ever. Yeah. Exactly. But I also wonder if that's <laughs> what's playing into. Um, you know, because Polly obviously knows that Tiffany is Vanessa's sister. And so I I feel like the fact that he's comparing himself to his older brother and he's trying to, um, you know, live up to his legacy or whatever. I almost wonder if that's translating into his thinking of Tiffany in a way. You know what I mean? Because because you'll notice that like like Tiffany uh, is compared to Vanessa a lot only because Polly brought it up first and then everyone's starting to like, you know, talk about that angle of everything. And I feel like that's only because he's the only one who's really, um, you know, Concerned comparing Tiffany. Yeah. 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 He's the only one who's comparing <laughs> Tiffany to Vanessa. No, you're absolutely right. I think I was mentioning that a couple of weeks before that there was a comp, some kind of comp. And and he's like, my brother, my brother, Cody, didn't win this one. So I'm going to show that the Califonte Fury, but yeah, is going to win this one. You know, like it, it seemed like he was like. He was almost like studying the comps that his brother lost so that when he gets on the game, he's going to win them, you know? Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. So like basically, I think you were saying that like it's it's almost as if he's competing more against Cody right now than anybody else. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) uh, so the veto competition takes place, right? And it's like, uh, you know, a giant ice cream scoop like building sort of competition you know yeah and uh and davon loses the competition and what's funny is is that davon probably would have been fine had she not shown any emotion of her like feeling defeated that she uh, absolutely yeah um because davon now is starting to lose it i mean we, we just saw tiffany uh starting to lose it and now davon's starting to uh you know, because she know she thinks she knows she's about to be the replacement nominee. And um, initially, um, I don't know if this was before or after the competition, but even before this, like Frank uh, um, was sit, sit, sits down on the couch with uh, Davon and try to have a conversation with her. And like she doesn't even want to talk to him. But for some reason, she decides to humor him 
and you know have and has a conversation with him anyway and yeah. and you know they're well, having this of sort that. of and, and they're having this like conversation they are talking game but i don't think it's like anything too incriminating you know what i mean but but they still feel like they need to hide it because you know <laughs> frank's like Oh yeah, like whenever people walk by, it's like, oh yeah, I I really need to drink more water. I feel dehydrated. I'm so dehydrated in this house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like for whatever reason, like you know, Davon just decides to have this conversation, and of course, Paul notices this and immediately thinks Day is up to something. So it's like, why why put yourself in that situation? I don't understand. Yeah. Like, know. you know, but um uh, but Day really starts to lose it the moment Corey wins the POV. Um, and that makes Tiffany kind of suspicious of her because um, she doesn't think that she can trust Davon anymore if Day doesn't trust her. Because at this point, you know, because that's why Tiffany went up to Davon in the first place and said that you were safe is because, you know, she wants to build she wants to establish trust with Davon and, and Davon obviously doesn't trust her to uh to uphold the deal and so i don't know it's like it's almost like davon really messed up here because she kind of sh just showed her cards to the entire house and uh you know i, I thought that she would have learned from last season but I, I apparently not you know but uh you know she even uh she even went up to the uh hoh uh, to tell her alliance that she'll be uh that she thinks she'll be uh the replacement for uh for the roadkill but here's the thing. It's like, y you know, we you know, they have the numbers, right? You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> like Polly points this out. It's like, we've got the numbers like you don't need to worry. So it's like, even if even if you are worried that you're going to go up as a replacement, like you have the votes. Like, why are you and, freaking and that, out? Isn't that the exact same conversation that Davon had to Tiffany? Like, wasn't it like last week? Yeah, it was last yeah, week. She pretty said much. She, yeah. Cause Tiffany started to freak out and it was in the HOH room. And she said, but the difference is, is you have the numbers, you, you know, so you don't have to worry. Um, and now it's the, now the tables have totally turned and Davon is the one freaking out, even though she yeah. has the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And right now she's really risking her entire game right now. And it's, it's and not that good. Does, I know. And to do that in front of a large group like that, a large alliance like that makes it that almost says to that whole entire group, there's somebody in this room I don't trust and I think is going to vote me out. Mm -hmm. You know, if you start freaking out, because why would you freak out if all of these people in this room have your back? Like you don't. Yeah. Don't don't show that you think, you know, you're in danger. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways, but Davon also talks to Tiffany in the have not room. And by the way, James is there in the in the bumper car chewing on a big piece of bread. It's <laughs> <Which I thought laughs> hilarious. Yeah. And. I think this is really when it solidifies to Tiffany that Davon doesn't trust her at all. Um, Davon really screws up here. She could have approached her and, you know, or, or and, and, and talked about targeting Nicole instead, you know, and instead of walking in and wondering whether she's going to be OK, she could have said, so what about Nicole? Is Nicole going to be the replacement? Because it would have I guarantee you if Davon could have played it cool with Tiffany right here. It would have been Nicole as the replacement. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. What do you think, James? Like if James wasn't in the bumper car, non down on a piece of French bread, do you think that the discussion would have been different? Um, do you think that like maybe they would have, you know, I think maybe it's because Tiffany just feels so isolated and she can't, she, she's not really able to have a conversation one-on-one -on -one with people that, and she's isolated herself almost to the have not room from what we can see. Is yeah. this like kind of playing against her? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it would have made a difference, uh, honestly, mm -hmm. because James really has, um, you know, he's kind of the type of game player who is like, unless it doesn't directly affect his gameplay, like he's not yeah. really going to say much of anything. And so. Right. In that respect, I feel like they just felt comfortable talking to James because he knows he's not going to you know blabber on about anything unless it directly affects him you know what i mean and um uh, because that's the thing too is like 
Bridget, Frank, um, Tiffany and James were all were in the Tokyo room um, as well talking. And it almost sounded like they were trying to recruit James to their side almost in a way like it, it was a little it was interesting to see that happen. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Eh. But uh, but 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 Frank, Polly and Corey uh, discuss in the storage room the fact that uh, Tiffany is kind of a loose cannon and um, they they think that she's going to target the girls because she's really upset about the fact that, uh, you know, the girls alliance fell through. However, Davon will target a guy instead. And I think that's interesting because. You know, at this point, it really was a toss up at one point between whether they evict Tiffany or Davon, because Davon was just making so many wrong turns in her gameplay that, you know, Davon was it was seriously considered at one point evicting Davon instead of Tiffany. But uh, but Polly was not about to have that happen again to Tiffany this week. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, in that a lot of it goes to Tiffany and her campaign efforts. I mean, she really made a last ditch effort to throw Davon under the bus. She's very she's got a very vindictive feeling towards Davon at this point. Uh, it gets pretty bad. She she makes this last ditch effort to tell Nicole back in the, in the backyard that um, that uh, she, that that. She tells Nicole that Davon had already told her that there was a an alliance kind of the couple's alliance i guess i don't know was there a name to this alliance it was i don't Polly. think so yeah okay yeah Polly, zakia Corey, nicole and then davon is the third wheel i call it the third wheel alliance but uh you know and and tiffany has even gone to Polly uh with this information too so but Polly, the one who put him up yeah. and then Polly's thinking oh wow for davon to tell you about this alliance that's not good for me you know and yeah so you know tiffany's really pulling out every last bit you know working i mean good for her she's trying to keep in the game you know yeah exactly so. and but here's the thing too it's like um Davon, uh, Davon, I think makes like this was probably easily like the the biggest mistake I think Davon made this week was she pulls James aside and they're um, sitting on the couch and Davon is talking to James about the fact that they need to break up the showmances apart to which James responds kind of accurately with uh, I'm in a showmance. <laughs> right. And James makes a point where he's like, you know, yeah, you know, I'm part of a showman's and yeah, I may be <laughs> low on the totem pole for you, but I'm still on the totem pole. It's like the <laughs> fact that you're mentioning, you know, showman's in front of him. You know, it's like you're going it's like, yeah, you may be at the bottom of the totem pole, but it's clear that, you know, eventually they're going to go after you. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the fact that you that you're on the totem pole just because you're on the bottom of it still doesn't still doesn't benefit you <laughs> yeah i i i, I kind of like kinda have to think that maybe davon was just sort of thinking that like natalie and james are not a real showman's you know i don't know yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know. <laughs> <laughs> but either way it's insulting and so yeah exactly oops. yeah and, play, and that, james... play that zing yeah <laughs> that well zing. Yeah, well, uh, bef yeah, here, uh, well, yeah, I, I got to give Dave on a zing for that, for sure. <laughs> I know it's a little okay. early, but yeah, that that definitely deserves a zing. But uh, yeah. but of course, yeah, James uh, updates uh, Polly on uh, on what Dave on had said to him. And and this kind of just makes Polly like, you know, because Polly even said after this, like this just confirms every suspicion that I had of um, of Dave on. So I don't know. It's not looking good for Dave on right now, honestly. Right. You know, there's a segment of the show that we have not. I don't think we've done it this season. Um, but yeah, we, we have ha yet we to have do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's because we don't really have or even want to talk about flo floaters. I think our issue is that we don't want to talk about them because. But it's the floaters. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I usually ask you if you have a life vest and who you want to throw it to. Um, but. You know, if I had to pick the number one floater, I'm also torn because I don't know if he's just playing the game damn well. It's the Muffin Man. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Muffin mm, Man? The Muffin Man. 
the muffin man uh yeah it's paul um i you oh, know i mean paul. <laughs> yeah absolutely because la- like last week i remember saying to you that like why was no one thinking he was on the block he was like the only male on the block no one was even thinking of him yeah like, it's why? like paul paul might as well have not been on the block this week because yeah he, no one not not once did they even consider voting paul Abs- out at all absolutely so they should have put him up this week too because no one would have considered him like what is it about him why is he able is he is he just doing like a good job i mean i know it's not the muffins that he's making (laughs) what is it that's making him really damn good at avoiding attention um, i don't know i just think he knows uh he knows when to lay low and when to (laughs) uh and when to speak up i guess you know what i mean like you know, I, 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 I've said this before about Paul. It's like he um, he knows when to have uh, he knows what to say during conversations and he knows generally who to talk to about those conver- about having those conversations. You know what I mean? Like he knows what to say and who to say it to. There was a good diary room session where he says, you know, with Tay and D- with Tiffany and Day on the block, you know, your boy is going to sit back and watch the boxing game. Ding, ding. You know, like, um, and, and he does. And he just makes muffins and he just sits back and, and you know, he listens. He even He's even able to, like, creep around with Nicole. Listen, yeah. <laughs> you know, and listen in on conversations in the safari room. He's just he's doing a great job flying under the radar when he needs to right now. So I, I've got to give him full credit uh, right now. Cause he's doing a good job. That's yeah, all. exactly. Yeah. Um, especially coming off of the whole Jose and Victor Alliance, especially like that's, that's certainly not easy for sure. Yep. So at this point, if I had a life vest, I would throw it to Paul. righty, Fair <laughs> enough. But uh, having said that, let's jump in officially now to our zings of the week. Zing! All right, let's hop into this here, because the first thing that I've got here is the fact that Tiffany uh, was starting to uh, form, uh, starting to actually converse with some people uh, towards the later half of the game. And Tiffany and Paul were in the kitchen, right? And they were doing this stupid knife game where you you stretch your hands out and... uh, you know, you, you put the na- knife basically in between your fingers, like basically, you know, I, 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 I was trying to demonstrate it and I slapped my uh, my mic stand. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but uh, oh. but you do kind of like a uh, but you like kind of stab the table like in between where your finger is. Right. And it's like it's such a stupid game because it's like, why injure yourself doing something that stupid in my mind? You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. When you get old, you just don't care anymore. Yeah. And, and <laughs> no, I'm pretty I don't know. <laughs> no i mean but they're young it's like yeah no i don't it is dumb yeah and 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 i think even paul like actually accidentally stabbed himself at one point too because he's like ow <laughs> but well, he's uh, punk rock so you yeah know. true but i but yeah and I, and I think it was some like viral trend at that point that was happening at that time where mm-hmm. and they like sing the like the song i i can't i can't think of what oh, the, the name song is yeah it's like the dun 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 i i don't remember stop 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 don't sing yeah yeah but uh but yeah but tiffany and paul stop doing that stupid knife game right on um all right so my zing of the week is uh, I know that we'll see more of it later. So for those of you that this is your first time through, you may have slightly noticed that at the eviction night um, that Polly's hair haircut, he got a new haircut and it looks mm-hmm. very similar to Paul's. Um, hmm. yeah. Actually, they look exactly alike now and they're <laughs> starting to dress alike or he started. I think Polly's starting to dress like paul it's really bizarre it's really weird it is yeah more than friendship it is something beyond and bizarre friendship (laughs) yeah well and he was already starting to like grow his beard out um at this point but then yeah he decides to basically shave the sides of his head exactly like paul does and it's a little weird honestly Uh, yeah i yeah but uh (laughs) but yeah let's uh let's give Polly a zing for that Yes. <laughs> All right. So the BB roadkill. Absolutely. Um. Okay. So I don't know that we've done too many production uh, 
zings but production needs a whole lot more (laughs) (laughs) um but okay this one in particular goes to all of their fart jokes they decided they needed a roadkill comp and they based it around pooping farting and toilet flushing and smells and all that wonderful stuff so it's basically even the the, the comp the roadkill comp is called gasping for air oh Um, groan (laughs) and i'm so glad that this was not an episode of television that was in (laughs) smell-o-vision yeah yeah that's definitely an understatement i'm very glad that we couldn't smell that i I do want to add that there was a time in the 80s there was i some like some viewers might know of this but there was a time that there was some kind of broadcast that was being it was might have been like a friday night movie on cbs or something and like a 7-eleven gave out scratch and sniff stickers for smell vision hmm. really but i can't remember yeah and i can't remember what that was or what it was about i was way 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 too young actually i wasn't born yet because i'm only 19 but... yeah of course yeah 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 <laughs> uh, it's an ongoing joke with me um but yeah and, and yeah but it was a scratches of thing it was like smell of garbage or smell of dog poop or something and you would smell you scratch and smell as you were watching and anyways that's, i'm just yeah that's interesting but, you know what? Honestly, if this episode would have been smell a vision with a scratch, a, a scratch and sniff um, stickers, I would have liked it a lot more. But no, this is just all about yeah, farts is, and flushing. Yeah, this is bad. I remember and then there was actual fog when Frank walks in and he's already been made fun of by Michelle because Michelle says that, oh, Frank is gassy today, which means he's happy. <laughs> yeah that's just weird i i, I also want to mention though the fact that like i remember there was a movie a couple of years ago um i think it was like an animated movie or something where they were advertising oh. it as 4d so it's like they had the 3d glasses <laughs> but then they also had like um smells and stuff that they added to the movie or something like that i can't for the oh. life of me remember what the movie was what the name of it was but I just remember seeing that 4D and I was just like, this is this is just a bunch of marketing bull. Like, <laughs> I know that I know one of our listeners out there will report back and let us know. At yeah, if you know, if you at... know what that if you know what that movie uh, name was, email us feedback at all eyes are on you dot show. If you if you can tell us what that is, because <laughs> I cannot remember it. <laughs> yeah, but uh but uh, going along with the BB Roadkill competition, uh, Paul uh, makes some comments about it in the diary room. And uh, honestly, I just thought that like <laughs> it was pretty spot on and I it was pretty hilarious to me. Let, let's take a listen here. It smells so bad in here. Look, Uncle Austin, whatever you did in here is absolutely not friendship. My nose is pissed. Their freshers are clearly pissed because none of them want to stay on the rope. The whole situation is bitch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's pretty accurate, though, I gotta say. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, that was, that, that, I just thought that was kind of funny that what Paul was saying about that. It was a good soundbite, for sure. All right, fair enough. It's our only one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. But uh, but Michelle uh, Michelle in the DR was also talking about the uh, about the roadkill competition, and uh, she made a comment about the fact that um, Tiffin, uh, like this rope that they're on because they they're putting the air fresheners on this like oh. rope or whatever, and she says like this rope is so se- uh, sensitive like th- it's about as sensitive it's, as Tiffany is, yeah, and that, and yeah. that's super sensitive. And those of you who are watching the episodes for the first time won't understand this, but those of you who have watched it before and you and you know what happens, you'll understand why this uh, why this is really sort of like interesting coming from Michelle from Big Meech. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll, we'll uh, as we go on during the episodes, like remember, put, put this comment in um, in your head, like put it in the back of your mind. And uh, and we'll circle back around to this uh, later on in the season. <laughs> but uh, but uh, for the roadkill competition, yeah, that that roadkill competition deserves a zing for sure. Zing!
And uh, and thankfully, all of our zings this week were a lot lighter than last week. That that's oh, for sure. Yeah, let's not let's not do that again. Or yeah, at least for a while. That was rough. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but that is going to be the end of our show. Uh, uh, Jackie, where can we find you online? Oh, you can find me on the Twitters. I'm at Jackie Hearn 81. What about you, Willie? What are you up to? What kind of I mean, you do a lot of these uh, community interactive gaming things. I mean, right now. What's going on with you, man? I mean, currently right now, I'm just twiddling my thumbs, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, if you want to follow me on Twitch, uh, I live stream every Wednesday and Friday night. Uh, Wednesday nights at 11.30 p.m. Eastern, Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, We just have a lot of fun hanging out with the community and playing some video games. So if you uh, so if you enjoy that content, you can uh, head on over and participate yourselves as well. All the information's over at twitch.tv slash is one And you can follow me on Twitter. I am at is one You can also follow the show on Twitter. Uh, if you want to send us your if you want to send us comments, uh, you can do so on our Twitter. It is at all eyes are on you. You can also send us comments via email or voicemail. Uh, the email address, of course, is feedback at alleyesareonyou.show. And if you want to give us a call, that is at 978-ALL-EYES. Uh, that is, of course, 978-255-3937. And if you want to visit our website, you can see previous episodes, show notes, and more. And there's also a link there to subscribe to us using your favorite podcatcher of choice. Um, all that information is over at alleyesareonyou.show. So consider heading over there and checking out all of the details. And uh, help us out by subscribing to us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, you know, pick your favorite and subscribe. Uh, music has been provided by Kevin McLeod. You can view his work at incompetech.com. We'll be back next week, though, when we find out who wins the Battle Back competition. It is time to see who is going to return to the game and how will that returnee influence how the game is played. Will the champion of the Battle Back become the main target or have Frank and Davon kind of become the easy targets of next week? We'll have to find out soon enough. But until then, remember, house guests, all eyes are on you. You should know of the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man. You should know the Muffin Man who dwells in Drury Lane. Have you ever met this little man doing every little thing he can to bring joy, happiness to everyone? Then he knows his work is done. Oh, he dwells, 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 dwells. Yes, he dwells in a lane called Drury Lane. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)